Lord Jesus. We thank you for such an encounter. We know that you will bless us tonight. Lord God, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. We submit to the supremacy of your will, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let the believers shout a huge amen. Somebody work with me. Are you here? Because of time, I cannot wait for anybody. Kindly share the link. There are a lot of people who are supposed to join the service. So kindly share the link. To your new friends, to your new souls, shepherds, call them, share the link to them, invite them. To our old listeners, share the link. Call them, invite them, remind them. The reason why people are unproductive. Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 27. Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 27. Reading through to verse 31. you are welcome. I see my beautiful wife here. God bless you so much for always having my back. I love you. Josephine, God bless you. I see you. Mary, God bless you so much. If you are here, type something. I want to see you. Miracle. God bless you so much. Great Sam, God bless you. Let me take this this opportunity to say a, a, a huge thank you to all those of you who were in our Kumasi program. Thank you. I really appreciate it. If you support my son, you are supporting the vision because my son is a pillar in the vision. If you support my son, you are supporting me. Thank you. God bless you so much. We are believing God that in the subsequent years we are going to have a bigger program, a bigger event, and and by the end of the year, we will do 
a big a bigger conference a bigger conference in kumase and i'll be coming myself Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 27. So God created human beings in his own image. <laughs> this right here is very important. God did not only create Adam in his own image, God also created Eve in his own image the bible didn't say god created a human being in his own image but the bible said god created human beings and we know as at that time there were only two human beings so which means god created both adam and eve in his own image so it is not only men who are in the image of god but women are also in the image of god In the image of, of God, he created them, plural, them, male and female, he created them. Let me tell you something. There is a reason why God created them and said male and female he created them you need to understand this lord i'm going to need your wisdom now i want you to realize something here that the bible said male and female he created them in his own wisdom he created male and female it's not it is not a man who decided to change the identity or the gender of the counterpart but God in his own infinite wisdom Bible said he created them to be male and female because the man or a human being or the creation is not complete until there is a positive and a negative part I do not mean bad and evil but I mean opposite sex so that together they can be one and so God created the male and the female so that they can be one what I mean to say is if you are born a female you are not a lesser version of the creation if you are born a male you are not a better version of the creation which is better is defined by God and God alone it is it is never in the power of any man to define which of these two genders is is better now am I speaking to somebody I need you to understand something the reason you were created a female is because there is a purpose of God that you need to fulfill that no man as a male can fulfill it and so God in his wisdom made you a female so that you would be the only body or the only one to stand in that position what I mean to say is if you are 
a man under the sound of my voice God created you to be in the male part or session of creation so that you will stand in a particular position that God himself has placed you listen never allow yourself to conform to the ideologies that we have in the world today that women are evil and women carry this and women bring about that and women bring these evil things up i came to inform somebody up the true female created by god is never evil and look at the bible said and god saw that it was and look at her it is a good thing that you are a female it is a good thing that you are a male the female is not a lesser version the female is not a weaker version the female is not a retarded version you are not better than God you are not smarter than God you are not wiser than God God knows that it is creating the female together with the male is what will make his creation complete the woman came to complete and perfect the creation of of God somebody never understand never accept what the devil has already built in the minds of people who are naive that make it seem as though women make all things worse somebody say to yourself I refuse to accept that if a man say it I refuse to accept that I can tell you for a fact that you will not marry a woman who will make everything fall apart you will not have a female friend who will make everything fall apart because the purpose of a woman is not to make things fall apart but to perfect things but the devil knew that this was the purpose of the woman and he perfected say to yourself I refuse to accept that the reason why people are unproductive we have started the Bible said and God blessed them God blessed them never seek to change your identity never seek to change your gender that these days women are becoming men and men are becoming women they are identifying as men a woman says I identify as a man and a man says I identify as a woman it is because you do not understand the purpose of God and they have missed the way listen to this carefully then God blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply somebody say be fruitful and multiply be fruitful and multiply I want you to pay attention to this I want you to read in between the lines the Bible said and God blessed them then God blessed them and said which means that what God is saying and the blessing are two different things 
am i right then god blessed them that is one thing and he said that is another so the blessing is different from what he said <laughs> so i will i will speak to you about the blessing and i will speak to you about what god said god said be fruitful and multiply and he said fill the earth and govern it he said reign over the fish in the sea the birds in the sky or the animals that are scary along the ground god bless them how god bless them that is what i want to teach you today god bless them and he said that blessing is what i want to talk about and then i will speak about what he said something will happen in this house tonight something will happen in this house tonight being fruitful that is what god said being fruitful means producing much fruit fertile producing good and helpful resource being productive so being fruitful also means being productive now i want you to understand all these years we have been taught that god said be fruitful and multiply which means that you must give birth and fill this earth please that is not what it meant God said different things here. Post the scripture for me. Let us analyze the scripture. Let us analyze the scripture. Post the scripture for me. Then God blessed them. That's a different subject, but I'll speak on it. And said, be fruitful and multiply. That is one thing. And then he said, fill the earth and govern it. That is another thing. So filling the earth is the process of giving birth and reproducing and raising forth children to fill the earth. Which is different from being fruitful and multiplying. I don't know if somebody is getting me god said be fruitful and multiply he ended there and then he said again fill the earth which means that when he said be fruitful and multiply he was referring to something else other than giving birth he said fill the earth and rule over it and govern it reign over the fish which means being fruitful and multiplying is different from giving birth we have been taught all these yes that god said be fruitful and multiply which means we are supposed to give birth no giving birth was even a secondary subject it was a secondary matter please follow carefully do you really think god only brought you here on earth so that you can give birth and fill the earth that is all no being fruitful is being productive being fruitful is producing much fruit being fruitful is being fertile producing good resource producing helpful resource that is what it means to be fruitful whatever you touch must be blessed whatever you do must yield good resource you must be productive you must be fertile it is different from giving birth because before you get to the stage of childbearing and give birth
death, you would know that you would already be into something else. And look at Tabralos. We are born into a world where we learn to work, we learn to educate, we learn to grow before we get to the stage of giving birth. Do you mean that being fruitful is all? Giving birth. What about all the years before you got pregnant? What about all the years before you got married? When God said be fruitful, He meant be productive, which means in your mind, be productive in your business, be productive in your relationship, be productive in your ideas, be productive in your Bible study, be productive in whatever you find to do. You must be productive. Feel the earth and govern it. That is giving birth. That was the second will of God. The first will of God was be fruitful, which means be productive. The second one was multiply. So the first will of God to man was to be fruitful. The second one was to multiply. The third was to fill the earth. So to multiply means to increase exponentially, to grow, to spread, and to become numerous. I want you to understand something here. This is very important. You must learn to replicate yourself in the lives of people. I have come to realize that I now have sons that even in my absence, they can stand in my grace and minister like the way I do. That is what it means to multiply. Even Though I haven't given birth yet, I have learned to acquire the second will of God, which means to multiply. Work with me. This is why I do not believe that God gives people small churches. It is not true. The first will of God is to be fruitful, which means to be productive, which means if, if you have 10,000, be productive. If you have 2,000, be productive. If you are watching over 100 people, be productive. If you are watching over, over um, 20 people, be productive. That is being productive. Being productive doesn't really mean you are growing, but it means that you are yielding good results. But then God is not only interested in good results because some of you, you still have a little thing or a little amount in your account or a little something you have invested and, and that is as a result of your productivity and that is good. But being productive and yielding good results is not good enough for God. He said you must also multiply, which means to spread across, to become numerous or to increase exponentially, which means if you have one business up to multiply means you must have two or three up and look at share if you have one idea to multiply means you must spread across up if you have a thousand congregation up you must spread globally that is what God is saying to multiply so let me explain what it means to be productive if we only have four people listening to us every Sunday and they receive good messages they, they their lives are touched their lives are blessed that is being productive 
productivity really doesn't have anything to do with numbers what it means is you have resource we see the resource people are changing lives are being transformed that is productivity but then multiplying is that the numbers must increase up the listeners must increase up the branches must increase up the sons must increase up the daughters must increase up the programs must increase up the impact must increase up I thought I was speaking to somebody which means your family must increase your business must increase your ministry must increase that is what it means to multiply to be fruitful is the first will of God for every human being and to multiply is the second will of God verse 29 then god said look i have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth this is where the confusion begins he said he didn't say i am giving you he said i have given you when i was preaching from verse 28 i told you the bible said then god blessed them how did he bless them he is now explaining how he blessed them in verse 29 he said i have given you i have already given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth Hear me, how does God bless? God blesses by giving you a seed bearing plant or giving you a seed. So when the Bible said God blessed them, what the Bible meant was God gave them a seed and said, be fruitful and multiply because you need to understand her from tonight that a person, it is impossible for a person to be fruitful unless they already have a seed. It is impossible for a person to multiply unless they already have a seed. So when the Bible said God blessed them, what the Bible was really saying was God has given them have a seed and he said be fruitful and multiply what is this seed i will preach on it in a minute i have given you every seed bearing plant understand carefully this is not for eating we do not eat seeds i have given you every seed bearing plant what is this for this is for planting i want you people to understand the ministry you see today that god has given us it's not a fruit it is a seed this is what i tell people all the time that is why people will say i used to walk with this man of god but i didn't see anything and i left him and today he has become a big man i was with this man of god i didn't see anything and i left my own mom was with archbishop duncan williams she left many years ago because she was not seeing anything and today he is one of the greatest fathers in Ghana how come 
the ministry we are doing now it is a seed just give you a tree god doesn't just give you a finished product god gives you a seed and that is what it means to be blessed by god when the bible says you are blessed it means you are a seed keeper you are a seed bearer you are holding on to ah, am i speaking to some seed bearers you are blessed because you are bearing a seed and i am not talking about the seed of a man i am talking about the seed of god because before you take the seed of a man you must firstly take the seed of god it is the seed of god that grows into fruitfulness it is the seed of god that grows into multiplication it is the seed of god that grows into abundance it is the seed of god that grows into massive ministries it is the seed of god that grows into fruitful relationships fruitful marriages you need to understand i am not just talking about any kind of blessing i am talking about the blessing of a seed bearer the seed bearer the seed of god am i speaking to somebody work with me god blessed them because he gave them a seed you cannot multiply unless you have a seed you cannot be fruitful unless you have a seed and some of you your seed is that passion you have to do the work of god that passion you have to support men of god that passion you have to do things in the kingdom of god that passion you have to help the poor to help the orphans to help the widows that passion is the seed of god so the bible says be fruitful and multiply which means that uh, you must plant that passion uh, you must plant that idea uh, you must plant that vision uh, you must plant that dream uh, so that it can grow up uh. i have been telling you uh, every time i say this uh, the prayer life you see uh, it's not uh, a ministry uh, it is a seed uh, you are yet uh, to see the ministry uh, the ministry is yet uh, to grow from the seed uh, what we are doing here is not the first of the work up it is the seed we are planted up every message i preach up is the seed up every declaration i make up is the seed up everybody that comes to listen to us up is the seed up we are still planted up in a matter of time up when the time is fully come up you realize up that this seed will grow up into the fullness of the ministry up god wants to give us up god doesn't just give a fruit up god gives a seed up are you a seed bearer i want you to shout yes are you a seed bearer i want you to shout yes even as i am speaking now begin to look within yourself to see the deposits of seeds sown by god in your life you grew with it you grew with it you were born with it you had it before you grew that is the seed i am talking about that idea that vision that purpose that assignment you must now have buried this seed and you must now have sow that seed up and see the seed die up and see it spread forth up shout yes we call fire Ba 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 
Toto Basula Mata because of time then God said I have already given every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food I want you to pay attention to this I have given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth that is for sowing and then I have given you fruit trees for your food <laughs> oh what a God 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 shut up I am going to say this that I know many people would not like to hear but hear me God doesn't give you food before he gives you a seed it just doesn't happen God will never give you food unless he has already given you seed food is your results food is anything that you can use the moment you receive it but when you are given a seed it takes time when you are given seed you must plant it and wait for it to grow <laughs> take me to second corinthians chapter 9 the verse number 10 second corinthians chapter 9 verse 10 for god is the one who provides seed for the farmer version say he provides seed for the sower people god will always provide seed before he provides food the bible said for god is the one who provides to the sower and then bread to eat you need to understand the seed comes up before the fruit the seed comes up before the bread what god has given you you are not supposed to be eating it up because that thing is a fruit you are supposed to be sowing it up not eating it up until you become a sower until you become a farmer you will never enjoy the blessing of God because the actual blessing of God is the giving of it is somebody getting this in the same way he will provide and increase your resources then produce a great harvest of generosity in you now let me ask you the bible said god will provide and increase your resources you need to understand that god cannot increase something you do not have he will provide and increase your resources for god to provide and increase you must firstly have your resource and your resources your seed
Some of you, it is your talent. Some of you, it is your calling. Some of you, it is your passion. Some of you, it is your idea. Some of you, it is your business. Some of you, it is something embedded on the inside of you. That is your resource. The Bible said, as for my priests, their inheritance is my calling. For the people of God, our inheritance is the calling of God. That is our resources. Our calling is our resource. God cannot increase a resource you have not discovered yet. Which means you must go from here and, and, and get or discover your resource. Is it your talent? Is it your skill? Is it your service? Is it your idea? What do you have? What is your resource? You have nothing. You have no skill. You have no idea. You have not discovered it because everybody has. The Bible said, and God blessed them and said, be fruitful. God gave them a seed and said, be fruitful. So everybody under the sound of my voice already has a seed. Now, how come you have no idea what yours is? That is my focus for tonight. I haven't even got it to my message yet. Too. This is still introduction. This is still introduction. <laughs> According to the law of nature, God gives seeds. And what do humans do? Human beings plant the seeds so that the seeds will grow roots. And then it will grow leaves. It will start shooting leaves. And then the stem grows. And then it grows into branches. And then you begin to see the fruits. Number one, the seed which God has already placed on the inside of you. Number two, root. Number three, leaves. Number, number four, stem. Number five, branches. And then fruit. So when God gives you a seed, you have a lot of stages to go through until you see the fulfillment of that seed God has given you. Some of you, the seed is a vision. It is a dream. It is an idea. It is a dream that God revealed to you when you slept. It will only grow fruit as odd at the final stage. When you see the seed, you must, you must, you must sow it. It will gain roots, it will grow leaves, it will grow a stem, it will grow branches, and then finally you see the roots. This is an entire stage that you must go through. And so the devil attacks in the reverse order. According to Malachi chapter 3 verse 11. I will preach in a minute. This is still my introduction. Malachi chapter 3 verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sins so that you will not destroy the fruit of your ground you need to understand the first thing the devil attacks is your fruit the devil doesn't have time to go through any process he will wait for the fruits to come out and he will attack your fruit the fruit of the spirit your love, your peace, 
your commitment your patience your endurance these are the fruits of the spirit the devil firstly attacks your fruit I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground if he is not able to the Bible says nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field nor shall the branches fail your branches will not fail but until you get to the the stage of the branch you must first go through the stage of sowing growing roots growing leaves growing a stem before the branches grow forth without a stem you cannot grow a branch this is why even if you have a ministry you must be rooted under the leadership of a father that is you sowing yourself you sowing yourself you sowing your seed because your seed or your ministry is your seed you must sow it up into fruitful grounds you must sow it in the life of a man of God and the service of a man of God that is how it works people who serve are they foolish people who serve are they lazy people who serve who serve do they have nothing better to do have you seen me my sons and daughters who have had the chance to get close to me have you seen me during my service when I am serving my fathers you have no idea I, I am a man of service service is all i know i have a ministry but my ministry is my seed i must serve and sow that seed in the grounds of a father in the grounds of a leader in the grounds in the grounds of a man of god that is how it works work with me I still have a lot to say but because of time let us just jump to Matthew chapter 19 verse 12 Matthew chapter 19 the verse number 12 oh thank you sweet Holy Spirit so do not forget I said God gives you the seed you sow that seed and it grows root it dies and grows root and now leaves begin to shoot out of it and then you will see the stem growing and then you see the stem after it is fully mature it grows branches before you see the fruits coming forth but how come there are people who have still not discovered their seeds yet everybody under the sound of my voice already has a seat how come you you still have not discovered yours that is what I want to teach you tonight my God my God my God my God oh God listen to this for there are eunuchs who are born just from their mother's womb for the next part of the service i'm going to be using this as our principal text there are eunuchs who were born just from their mother's womb 
which means there are people who are born with the spirit of unproductiveness from their mother's womb that is what it means they were born without a seed don't forget that god placed the seed in adam and eve and the bible said he said to them be fruitful and multiply but the devil came in genesis 3 and deceived them and they lost their original position and so the devil had his way into our lives by so doing there were a lot of wrong things that started coming up or happening up with a generation afterward the bible said we are now conceived in our mother's sins or we are conceived in a sin follow carefully because of this change that has happened there are three categories of people that i want to deal with tonight the first category are eunuchs who are born from their mother's womb they are born with it they are not fruitful they cannot multiply they do not have the seed of god and that is because they were born that way this was not so when god created adam and eve but because of the sin of man it's it it, it changed the actual order and the and the supernatural norm of god so now jesus says there are three categories of people who are unproductive the first category are those who are born from their mother's womb without the spirit of productivity follow carefully these people are sterilized even before they are born eunuchs are people who cannot produce eunuchs are people who cannot carry seed they are not seed bearers they do not have seeds they cannot discover their vision they cannot discover their ideas they cannot discover they do not have a purpose these people were born that way they are sterilized even before they were born follow carefully they have been deprived of the ability to be fruitful right from their mother's womb so sad they have been deprived of the ability to be productive they have been deprived of the ability to produce good results why because they do not have the capacity to carry the seed of god or to bear the seed of god as a matter of fact they were even born without the seed of god that is what i am saying and this is what jesus said oh god it is already making me sad preaching this if you have seen people like this eh, when you see them it's like they are dying when you see them it is, it is like they are foolish when you see them it is like what you don't see the essence of their life you look at them and all you see is emptiness you look at them all you, all you see is void you look at them all you see is nothingness i have come across people like that and i cry for within and i pray to god oh god why did you make these people this way and the Lord said my son it was never me in the first place but they were born at 
to circulate no matter what you do to such children they cannot be intelligent in school no matter what you do to such people they can never sustain a good marriage no matter what you do to these people they can never follow the will of God because they were born without the seed of God am I speaking to somebody People like this, one thing they always say is, What is the point of my life? In fact, what pain that one is. Everybody takes me for granted. See my age. I am 55 years old. See my age. I am 48 years old. She the way I am crank it and get it. I am warm or crown. But not because of bad choices. Not because of demonic manipulation. But because these people were not born with the seed of God. Oh, how terrible it will be for you to give birth to such a child. But I stand in the volumes of the book and I declare that I look at this which will never be your story. It will never be your destiny. I pray that your womb shall be touched. I pray that your womb shall be touched. Your mind shall be touched. Nothing you bring forth will be without the seed the deposit of God the essence of his spirit am I speaking if I am speaking to you shout yeah John chapter 9 verse 1 John chapter 9 the verse number 1 how does this happen man of God your answer is in John chapter 9 verse 1 as Jesus was walking along he saw a man who had been blind from birth are you seeing what I am talking about he was just born that way with that seed of God because sight vision is the is the is the seed of God light is the seed of God but the boy the man was born that way without vision he was born that way without light he was born that way without sight he was born in darkness <sighs> rabbi 
his disciples asked him why was this man born blind was it because of his own sins or his parents sins verse 3 Jesus said it was not because of his sins or his parents sins this happened so the power of God could be seen in him this means that there are four factors why people are born with a particular anomaly nobody understands why they were born that way nobody understands why they think that way nobody understands why they act that way nobody understands why they speak that way you can never explain it there are four factors according to the word of god number one i want you to write these things down when you are praying you nullify these things in prayer and fulfill the last one according to the will of God number one the first factor why people are born with an anomaly people are born with a particular disorder people are born without the seed of God people are born lame people are born blind people are born as eunuchs people are born without seeds is because of the presence of the devil or because of the infiltration of the devil the devil master do not joke with lucifer never joke with him the bible said we are not ignorant of the schemes of the devil the man of god who is leading you is here every day praying and you are there sleeping you are there joking because you are tired from work are you the only one who work in this house Fill out prayer request form and no crown only one daddy. Okay. The first factor that causes people to be born in a particular way with a particular anomaly is because of the infiltration of the devil. It will shock you the havoc you do. He wears his way in and, and, and changes the, the supernatural norm of God, the order of God, the will of God, and he just makes a mess of everything. Number two, the sin of the parent. The sin of the parent. Some people are, what, what did Jesus say? The Bible said, it is not because of his sins or his parents' sins. Which means that you can be born blind because of your parents' sins. When you pray, pray for your parents. Those of you who think, say, oh, Papa, he didn't take care of me. So, I am done with him. You are never done with him. As long as he gave birth to you, you are forever connected. That is what he means. So until you pray to nullify the sins of your parents, you can bring forth a seed, you can become a seed, or you can become a person without the seed of God. You can become unproductive, you can become unfruitful because of the sins of your parents. What is the topic for tonight? The reason why people are unproductive. Number one, because they are born that way number one because they are born that way the devil can cause that the sin of your parents can cause that the third thing is the sin of the baby 
which raises the question do babies sin hey these are not my words so jesus said it is not because of his sins or his parents sins so the sin of the baby also counts now the question is how do babies sin i have no idea how babies sin but if a baby could be born holding the feet of his brother then i believe a baby can sin the bible said when jacob was born he was already holding on to the heel of his brother so they gave him the name jacob which means one who supplants or one who takes after he's always looking for for an op- opportunity to overtake another what wisdom did that baby have to know say just think about it how babies sin i have no idea i haven't found any biblical proofs concerning that but i know it is a thing because jesus said he wasn't born blind because of his sins and before he was born he was a baby in the mother's womb so if jesus says he wasn't born blind from the mother's womb what does that mean it is not as a result of his own sins he is talking about the sin of a baby i have no idea how but i know it is a thing you must pray and nullify some of these things before you get there but there is final reason why people are born without the seed of god why people are born unproductive why people are born blind why people are born weak why people are born with sicknesses why people are born with flaws why people are born in a particular way because of the glory of god jesus said it was not because of his saints or his parents saints jesus answered this happened so the power of god could be seen in him some people are born unproductive because of the power of God because of the glory of God God in his own wisdom make the baby that way I came to prophesy to somebody it doesn't matter whether the devil has taken your seed it doesn't matter whether you lost your seed because of the sins of your parents it doesn't matter whether you lost your seed because of the sins your sins as a baby but for the glory of God I declare let there be a restoration of your seed let there be a restoration in the in the mighty name of Jesus to paradise let the glory of God be seen in you anybody who is failing to discover their weakness to discover their flaws to discover their seeds to discover their weight to discover their vision I pray let the glory of God be seen so that these things shall come forth for you to for you to be able to deal with them to the glory of God in the name of Jesus now I declare upon your life that your seed shall be restored now even if you were born that way in Jesus name God used Jesus to restore 
the seed of the blind man his seed was his vision his seed was his sight his seed was his light and yet he was born for several years without that seed but when he encountered jesus he was able to restore that seed you need to understand god would always use an anointed person to restore that lost seed that seed you lost in the womb of your mother that seed you lost as a result of your sins or your parents sins or as a result of the manipulation of the devil i can tell you for a fact if you can listen to the voice of god tonight then your seed shall be restored unto you your vision shall be restored unto you your dream shall be restored unto you your purpose shall be restored unto you your crown shall be restored unto you your life shall be restored unto you in the mighty name of jesus the second reason why people are unproductive back to the test matthew chapter 19 verse 12 for there are eunuchs who were born that's from their mother's womb there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men there are people who lost their seed because of men a man took it away not a spirit a human being took that seed away a human being nullified that seed in you yes that is what the bible is saying that is what jesus is saying there are those who are made that way because of other human beings is this even possible isaiah chapter 39 verse 1 that god can give you something for a human being to take it away you just think think of it in in this normal sense when god gives you 500 cities can a human being take it away i'm asking think about it just ponder over this when god gives you 500 cities can a human being take it away yes or no answer me yes or no I am waiting for your response. Yes or no? Sing it one more time. Out of my belly shall flow. What about the rest? I am waiting. Yes or no? When God gives you 500 cities, a human being cannot take it away, right? 500 cities, no? So the two are obedient to me. Is that what you are saying? <laughs> you are funny. When God gives you 500 cities, a human being cannot take it away. Really? <laughs> oh, God. Somebody can take it. How come somebody cannot take it? the same way when god gives you a husband a human being can take him away when god gives you anything a human being can take it away who told you a human being cannot take away what god has given you 
God can give you a mandate, a human being will take it away. The same way God can give you a seed and a human being can take it away. Jesus said there are those who have become unproductive and they were made so because of other human beings. God didn't make them that way but they are like that because of other human beings there were people who were not born as prostitutes but as a result of their friends they grew up as prostitutes how did that happen because of the presence of a person after you fear God make sure you fear human beings be careful of a human being a human being can break you it is possible a human being a human being can do it isaiah chapter 39 verse 1 soon after this merodach baladan son of baladan king of babylon sent hezekiah his best wishes a gift he had he had heard that hezekiah had been very sick and that he had recovered listen to this carefully i want you to listen to this carefully soon after this merodach baladan son of baladan king of babylon sent hezekiah his best wishes and a gift he had heard that hezekiah had been very sick and that he had recovered what has a recovered person got to do with best wishes imagine that people celebrate you only after your death what is that celebration for the bible said he had heard that hezekiah has now recovered best wishes think about it what kind of person is merodach baladan huh? you didn't send a gift when the person was sick only after he recovered and you brought your best wishes and a gift hmm. be careful of the people you call friends i always say this hmm. there are people who only celebrate with you when it will benefit them that is what i am saying they only stand with you when it will benefit them they only walk with you when it will benefit them whilst you are on the ground and weak whilst you are on the ground and soft whilst you are on the ground and flawed nobody cares about you until you rise to your feet again until you recover again until you stand up again until you are restored again then they come with gifts they come with favors they come with best wishes i came to tell somebody be watchful those people that call you friends who only care about you when you are strong do they also care about you when you are weak today if i am not able to preach consistently on this platform in the next two years how many people will i still hear from from this place 
even the people under the sound of my voice even the people under the sound of my voice how many people will show up or will call me or will try and find out what is happening my apostle always says something if you cannot celebrate me whilst i'm alive do not celebrate me when i'm gone when i am dead there are many of you should you hear right now that vincent is dead and gone you will see my my pictures flying everywhere you see them posting oh man of god oh man of god we cannot believe this happened and yet you have never shared any of my pictures whilst i am alive that is what i'm talking about to bring people on board to win souls you are not sharing meanwhile the point of the flyers is to give life to give jesus who is the breath of life to the people and yet you do not share and yet you do not invite and yet you do not bring people on board but when i am dead that is when you post me up and say man of god we are with you we stand with you when i am sick we pray for you when i am dead why don't you share these things whilst i am still alive why don't you share these things whilst I am still strong we share flyers on the platform every day to win souls for God and yet you do not even have the common decency to share the, the, the flyers <sighs> he's now bringing his gift and best wishes (laughs) verse 2 hezekiah was delighted with the babylonian envoys you see there are kings eh? i was shocked when i found out that some came from mampong and um some of my daughters came from campus to the to support the program in kumase god bless you why you took the time to be there you left your home you left your your school god bless you so much this means a lot verse 2 hezekiah was delighted with the babylonian envoys show them everything in his treasure houses i want you to pay attention to this you see there are some people eh, they are so concerned about the public show or the public display of things the bible said hezekiah the king was delighted with the babylonian envoys oh convoy no money about he is not even delighted by the presence of the human beings but their envoys that's what i'm saying public display of things be careful be careful 
your true service is not what you display publicly but what you do behind the scenes i stood on this platform i said all my sons and daughters who are here must be there at the program i just said it and that was it some people took it as a seed and they went there and supported they went there and upheld the program they went there and supported the program others also took it for granted because who are you some of us we are not keen we are not i am not like hezekiah who, who will be delighted by the envoys of the people the envoys of the snow it is the heart with which you hear it is your willingness to accept my authority it is it is your willingness to obey the instructions of god that is what matters to me it is not when you send seeds i don't care about the seeds Your willingness to listen to instructions. Papa said we should go, so I have to be there. Oh. There are leaders like Hezekiah who are only concerned about the public display of things. In whatever they are displaying in public, that is what matters to him. And so the Bible said, he showed them everything in his treasure houses. The silver, the gold, the spices, the aromatic, the aromatic oils. He also took them to see his armory and showed them everything in his royal treasuries. Hey. Hey every kingdom survives on secret the reason the kingdom of god is the greatest of any kingdom on this earth and in this universe is because of the numerous secrets that are hidden i always say this the story of genesis chapter 1 verse 2 the story of creation there is not the first creation that is the second creation because the first creation was had already happened millions of years ago and yet this secret is hidden unless it is revealed to you the bible calls it the mystery of god so the reason god's kingdom is the greatest is because of the vast mystery that he has if you are building a kingdom that you must learn to hide secrets you must learn to keep secrets i am not talking about sinning and hiding your sin that is not the secrets i am talking about i am talking about the main engine of the ministry it must be hidden the main structure the main things that you are doing to keep the ministry going it must be hidden that is why on the main platform people do not see us inviting people and yet there is a platform on which we do that do you understand there is a meeting in which we discuss the progress of our services these things are the mysteries of every kingdom you do not only or just expose such mysteries no if you do that your kingdom is shaky and your kingdom will fall and see what the king is doing because he's concerned about the public display of things he's showing them all the treasures and the bible said everything in his royal treasuries he showed them there was nothing in his palace or kingdom that hezekiah did not show them ah. a king like him then then isaiah the prophet went to king hezekiah and asked him what did those men want where were they from 
Hezekiah replied, they came from the distant land of Babylon. Verse 4, what did they see in your palace? The prophet is asking. Some of you, you think because of your small elevation, you do not need to receive a word from a man of God or correction from a man of God. Even kings are questioned by prophets. Prophets have the mandate to question whoever God instructs them to question. Why? Because they do not do so based on their own knowledge. They do so according to the will of God. I am building this ministry with my wife. We have been doing the, this for years now. And yet I question her sometimes. How come this is not being done? How come this is not ongoing? How come this is not happening? How come I haven't seen your soul yet? You are not too big to be questioned by a prophet. Because prophets do not question based on their understanding. They question based on the instructions of God. Are you too big for God? The prophet came. Who did you show your kingdom to? Where are these people from? What did they hear? What did they see? And the king replied, I showed them everything I own. All my royal treasuries. Verse 5. Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Listen to this message from the Lord of Heaven's Amos. The time is coming when everything in your palace, all the treasures stored up by your ancestors until now, will be carried off to Babylon. Why? Because you couldn't keep the mystery. You couldn't hide the secret. Adding. Okasadodo. People do not need to know everything. We haven't gone international yet, but we have become public people. It is not everything that we can say in public. That is the truth. I've, I've taught the leaders, the shepherds about setting up their public images. Everybody has a public image. You need to protect it. Why is a king revealing the secrets of his kingdom to strangers, to enemies? And the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the prophet said, because of what you have done, nothing will be left. They will take everything away. It is just a matter of time. Verse 7, he said, some of your very own sons, they will be taken away into exile. They will become eunuchs. They will become, they were not born that way, but they will become because human beings have the ability to take away the seed of God, to take away your ability to produce. This is why you must learn to keep your secret. The secrets are MO business air cosso. The secrets are MO marriage air cosso. The secrets are MO ministry air cosso. The secrets are MO yamen said also air corner. You must learn to keep these mysteries because human beings have the ability to take away the good results you are yielding, to take away the good reports you are getting, to take away the spirit of productivity from you. Human beings can do that, yes. Salumato 
There were people who grew up with some stepmothers. They grew up with some stepfathers, some uncles, some aunties. And as a result of that, they destroyed the seed of God in them. They do not have the ability to yield good results, to bring good reports. I know people are They are parents have taken their ability to produce, to bring good results, to yield fruit, to become fertile because human beings have destroyed the seed of God in them. people be careful be very careful be very careful listen to what the king is saying verse 8 then hezekiah said to the prophet isaiah this message you have given to me from the lord is good why because the king was thinking at least there will be peace and security during my lifetime king a prophet i want to say your sons will become eunuchs your sons will become unproductive your sons will become they will become infertile and the kid is saying at least i will enjoy these things peace and security in my lifetime he is only thinking about himself what a selfish king what a selfish leader leaders only think about themselves the bible said at least he was thinking at least there will be peace and security during my lifetime as long as i'm alive i will enjoy these things when i am gone whatever happens to my sons whatever happens to the generation afterward we do not care let us move on to the next point so the first reason why people are unproductive is because they are born that way the second reason is because men make it so men can make you unproductive men can make you infertile men can sterilize you take away your fruitfulness men can do that they can take away the seed of god men have the ability to do that be careful of men it is not everything you need to share If the person is not your man of God, the person is not your spiritual father, please be careful. You talk too much. Until you are led, be careful. People can take away that seed. You are a seed bearer. You must protect your seed. A pregnant woman will never joke with the baby in her stomach because she knows that something bad can happen to her. She protects it with all her might. That is what you have to do. You must protect your endurance. You must protect your peace. You must protect your love for the things of God. You must protect your conviction for God. Don't listen to nonsense on the internet. Don't listen to nonsense on radio. And you be answering It is not every program that you need to incline your ears to. The last thing I want to talk about. The last thing I want to talk about is you knocks who have been made 
eunuchs by themselves. Number one, the reason why people are unproductive, number one, because they are born that way. Number two, because other men, other human beings make them so. Number three, there are unproductive people who have made themselves so. Take me to Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, reading through to verse 23. This is the last thing I'm doing, and we are out of here. Genesis, sorry, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, reading through to verse 23. And tonight I'll be reading from the Good News translation. You see, when we're trans, um, when we accepted Christ at first, they said, Good News translation, the Good News Bible is for those who are born again or more young when because um, it is broken down to the simplest form so that even the, the, the newly born Christians could even understand. So I've decided to share with you from the Good News translation so that everybody, whether you are matured, whether you are young, whether you are a baby, whether you are a fully grown man or woman, I want you to get this. At the simplest form. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3, reading from the Good News translation. Some people ruin themselves by their own stupid actions, just like Hezekiah. Except in his case, the misfortune didn't happen until he was dead and gone. But there are people, because of their own stupid actions, it happens. It happens to them whilst they are alive. And the Bible said, then they blame the Lord. Are you listening to this? Sarah, God bless you. Some people ruin themselves by their own stupid actions. Then they blame the Lord. Sometimes, Nehemiah, we do. It seems, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yes, sit here. Yes, be here. You didn't come. Yes, there is a meeting at 8. You don't show up. Yes, win souls. You, you, I don't understand these things. There are people who ruin themselves by their own stupid actions. Your stupid actions can ruin you. That is what the Bible is saying. Which means that your actions are very important. Not just what you say, but also what you do. What you do is very important. Very, very important. Verse 4. Rich people are always finding new friends. One of the reasons rich people are rich is because they always build new connections. That is what the Bible is saying. Rich people are rich because they are always building new connections. New associations. They are finding new friends, new business ideas, new business opportunities. That is how come their businesses keep on growing. But see what the Bible is saying. But the poor cannot keep the few they have. Anybody that claims, me dear, I don't want to interact with anybody. Me, I want to keep to myself. Me, I like to keep to myself. Oh, I don't share with anybody. I don't do this with anybody. I don't like friends, friends, friends. I don't do this. I don't do that. Those people, they barely do well in life. The Lord told me audibly some years ago because I was like that. The Lord told me until you learn to share some things with people, you will never do well as well as you are supposed to or you will never go as far as you are supposed to. 
Share your challenges with the right people. Let them help you out. The Lord brought me to this new apartment. I had the chance to meet a man of God in this apartment. But I came to live here before him. I shared my challenge with him. I said, man of God, this is my challenge. I want to do this, but this is my challenge. He said, man of God, don't worry. Let us pray about it. A week later, he called me. He said, there is a man of God here. I want to introduce you to him. So he took me to the man of God. The man of God shook my hands. And the man of God said, I love you. I will accept you as my son. And since that day until now, my life has never been the same my perspective of ministry has changed up my idea my mandate has changed up great things are happening in my life because of a simple connection when we call for in-person programs you don't come the online services are not enough whenever you have the opportunity to interact with the people we pray together online be there those of you in Accra will be meeting in person soon. Be there. Build new relationships. Build new friends. Build new associations. These things are important. Without it, the Bible says you will be poor. If you keep on going down that path, you are the one who is making yourself unproductive. Am I speaking to somebody? verse 5 if you tell lies in court you will be punished there will be no escape if you tell lies in court you'll be punished and there will be no escape what this scripture means is when you put yourself in a particular position that you know that this thing is wrong the bible is saying there will be no escape for you that thing that you have joined that group that you have joined that friend that you are working with who doesn't care about the things of god the bible is saying be careful because if you are not you need to know that you can't be locked up in a prison and there will be no escape for you hezekiah did the same thing building relationships with babylonians sworn enemies showing he, showing them the secrets and the mysteries of his kingdom you'll be locked up and there'll be no escape the prophet said because you have done this your kingdom shall surely be taken away and everything they saw will be carried into their city now those of you you are friends with prostitutes you are friends with um, fraud boys you are you are friends with people who do not serve God you are friends with people who do not love God you are friends with people who insult men of God the anointed ones of God be careful you'll be locked up in a situation nobody can save you you now now no you have brought this upon yourself that is what the Bible is saying you are making yourself unproductive because you are working with people who claim we will never be rich so you will never be rich you are working with men of god who have the mindset say poverty is the will of god poverty is never the will of god i always say this in this ministry how often do we take offerings here officially we only started just last month a monthly thanksgiving offering which will be happening next next sunday at 
Next Sunday, yes. Next Sunday will be the second day of our monthly Thanksgiving offering. The second day, we've been doing this. We've been doing the online ministry for six years and we've been preaching on Podbean for three years. We only take offerings from time to time. There is no schedule or no. Only when God says so. So how come we are not poor? Do you really believe that poverty is the will of God? <laughs> Verse 6. You are the one who is doing yourself. And you'll be there. You are 30 years. You still believe, say, you are too young to be rich. <laughs> oh God. Verse 6. Everyone tries to gain the favor of important people. This is a clue that the Bible is given. This is a clue. The Bible is saying everyone tries to gain the favor of important people. Sometimes it pays to join the crowd. Everyone tries. The Bible is giving you a clue that you must also try to gain the favor of important people. There are people you can see this man of God, this human being, this man, this lady is an asset. You must gain their favor. They are important people. Learn to gain their favor. Do you understand? When you come into close contact with important people, now it's not the time I best rest this car. And oh, Papa, me promise you, Anna, me that time I saw over my five hundred cities, over my forty cities, over my twenty-five cities. Stop fooling. Learn to gain their favor rather than gaining their money. When I got into contact with my man of God, I started serving. Late in the night, we are in his office, we are working. Very early in the morning, we are in his office, we are working. He calls me anytime, I am available because I need to gain the favor of this important man of God. That is what the Bible is saying we should do. This is what it means to build strategic relationships. Everybody tries to gain the favor of important people. Be wise. This man of God is an asset. Draw close to them. Learn to gain their favor. This woman of God is an asset. Draw close to them. Learn to gain their favor. And you be beyond It is already written. Everyone tries to gain the favor of important people. You must also join the crowd. Try and gain their favor. Try, try. Stop begging for money and try to gain their favor. Favor is more important than money. When people favor you, they will give you things you don't deserve. Ask, ask my wife today. She was shocked when our father saw us in church today. The very moment he, he saw me, he was standing behind me, waiting to greet me. Me that I am the son. Me that I am the son, that I am supposed to run or rush to the father and go and greet him. He has come to stand behind me, waiting for me to turn and greet him. Hey, such favor. The very moment I turn, me am shame because it is not supposed to be so. Unless the person has favored you. 
you people you don't understand how favor works you go on mountains praying lord favor me lord favor me lord favor me be wise try and gain their favor it is not prayer try and gain it be part of what they do be part of the things that are important to them be part of the instructions they give that is how you gain favor you are ruining yourself by not doing so After I greeted him, he said, my son, I want you to go to my office. There is this Niger, do you know today, we were all dressed like, our dress code tonight was strictly traditional. He said, I want you to go to my office. My secretary is there. Tell her that I said she should give you my personal beads. Oh. Such favor, such favor, such ayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
do yourself a favor and learn all that you can I do say do yourself a favor you are not doing me a favor when you come and learn it won't change say me frosted join the service why will I do that why will I do that that I should call you so that you will come and learn who are you doing the favor to the Bible said do yourself a favor and learn all that you can you are not doing me a favor you are not doing prayer life a favor I am telling you this prayer life is a seed whether you join or not we have sowed the seed and we are still sowing the seed when the time comes it will spring forth now the people we will move along with will be the people who supported us from the beginning the people who supported us from the beginning and were consistent with it they are coming to take their place no so do not wait for anybody to come and beg you please it is time for service please it is time for this please be reminded this please that please that adding do yourself a favor and learn all that you can when i teach you i am not doing myself a favor you are doing yourself a favor the truth needs to be heard we have too many lazy christians we have too many comfortable christians who are waiting to be pampered before they serve god before they do the right thing since when even jesus was not pampered even jesus was not pampered the bible said after his baptism he was led by the spirit of god to be tempted by the devil is this pampering to be tempted by the devil we are pampering listen carefully do yourself a favor and learn all that you can then remember what you learn some of you after the service you don't remember again there is a reason why we upload the services so that you can always refer me myself after i preach the service i listen to it you can ask my wife i listen to my own services every time all the services i've preached i have listened to them you that i am teaching that you are benefiting from it you you are not listening to them again why because you joined the service please let us humble ourselves before god the word i preach this word is not my word it is the word of god it is a miracle i must go back and hear the word of god for myself again when i am preaching i am not only preach to you i first preach to myself before i preach to you that's what the bible is saying do yourself a favor learn all that you can then remember what you learn if after teaching you still do not remember anything you've lost everything and you will prosper prosperity is in learning prosperity i always say this the people who have truly participated in our ministry and learned from i'm not talking about those who sold i'm not talking about those who gave money those who give money and do not listen to the messages what are you doing to yourself me i i don't understand those people you give money to the ministry you don't listen to the messages your money and the message which one is heavier you know me i do not place value on money what is money I place my value on the word of God that is more important to me so if you think you give us a couple of dollars a couple of pounds a, co- a couple of Ghana citizen that is it I've given so I you think you have the permission not to partake in any of the services why for what reason 
let me tell you for a fact i i believe i give more than anybody in in, the, in, in this place more than because i am i am the one our ministry receive your offerings so i know what i'm talking about i give more than everybody in this place my wife knows this i can give and i have nothing on me i give everything and what i will eat and i don't know because i've given what we are supposed today oh god you 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 don't know you think the work is about money this work is about service learning service learning service learning if you are learning you know there is a need to give but you do not place the value on the money or your seeds and think because of that you are permitted to not partake in the listening or the hearing of the word of god the bible said faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god you need to understand faith doesn't come by sowing seeds faith comes by hearing the word of god So don't think oh, I've won his heart over. I've, I've won them over because I give offerings. No, you haven't. We appreciate you. No two ways about that. We appreciate you for supporting ministry with your finances, with your, with your resources, with your time. I appreciate that. But that is not all there is. No. Do yourself a favor. Learn all that you can remember what you learn and you will prosper verse 13 jump to verse 13 because of time stupid children can bring the appearance to ruin if you give birth to stupid children they can destroy your life that is what the bible is saying so the bible has given you a clue here which means time you are praying you must pray against giving birth to stupid children they can bring distraction to your house they can bring distraction to your marriage they can bring distraction to your family if you are not able to pray against these things and you give birth to stupid children you have ruined yourself you have become unproductive by your own doing. Stupid children can bring the appearance to ruin. And a nagging wife is like water going drip, drip, drip. I don't know if you have heard water dripping before. Maybe you, you left the kitchen tap on and it's just dripping. It is very annoying. In the night when you are sleeping, you'll be hearing it. Go, 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 go. Very, very annoying. And the Bible is saying that is how a nagging wife is. So the Bible is giving you another clue that you must not marry such a woman. Do you understand? So be careful, number one, the woman you marry, number two, that you do not, you do not give birth to stupid children. Be careful, the woman you are marrying, see, is she a nagging wife? Oh, kasasa, everything is a problem. Everything is this. Every time she's complaining, if you go and give in church, they are complaining. If you give in this, they are complaining. If you do good, they are complaining. If you do the work of God, they are complaining. The Bible is saying, stay away. It is a clue. There are clues in the word of God. If you're a woman here, you are a nagging woman. Be careful. The Bible is saying you are not supposed to be married. That's what I'm telling you. It would be BL complaining. Today, when they prayed for me, I will not I will not talk about what happened. I don't feel led to talk about it today. But today, when the man of God was praying for me, my wife just rushed from the back and she came to place a seed in my hand because I didn't have any money on me. And I looked 
and it was 100 cities think about it there are women who are fighting their husbands because the husband gave in church and there are women who are giving money to their husbands to give in church think about it the bible is saying be careful a nagging wife is like water drip 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 Verse 14, a man can inherit a house and money from his parents, but only the Lord can give him a sensible wife. Do you understand? A man can inherit a house. A man can inherit money from his parents, but nobody inherits a sensible wife. Only God gives a sensible wife, which means that before you choose a wife, before you choose a husband, you must run to God. That is what the Bible is saying. Only God can give a sensible wife, not a loving wife. You need to understand, a sensible wife is more important than a loving wife because there are women who might love you and yet they are not sensible. They will sell your house without knowing her. They will sell your properties up without knowing her. They will sell your blessings up without knowing her. They will curses up upon their family up without knowing up even though they love you up they are not sensible up they will ruin you up be careful up the bible is saying up pray to god up that he might give you a sensible wife a sensible wife i repeat is more important than a loving wife many a times we say this oh i have a loving wife i have a loving wife have you ever heard many people say i have a sensible wife nobody really says that but a sensible wife is more important than a loving wife. It is the Lord who can give you a sensible wife. The Bible didn't say it is the Lord who can give you a loving wife. May, there are many women out there who can love you. But not many women out there are sensible. And not every loving wife is sensible. So please, men, women, women, you must pray for a sensible man. Verse 15, go ahead and be lazy. Sleep on, but you will go hungry. Go ahead and be lazy, number one. Sleep on, number two, and you will go hungry. You must learn to wake up, and you must learn to wake up and work. After sleeping, you must also wake up and work. You are the reason you are unproductive if you are lazy. You are the reason you are unproductive if you spend all your time sleeping. People, I think the Lord has made this point. There are lots of other scriptures to go through, but our time will not permit us. But I think I believe the Lord has made this point. The Lord has done well, the Lord has spoken to us. There are three reasons why people are unproductive. Number one, because they are born that way. Number two, because who remembers the second point? Who remembers the second point? Number one, because they are born that way. Number two, who remembers? Quickly, quickly, quickly. We have only four minutes to be out of here. Three minutes. Who remembers the second point? Just type in. Number one, those who are born that way. Number two, who remembers? I'm waiting for a response though.
Number one, they are born that way. Number two, they are made that way by men. No. Number one, the test is in Matthew chapter 19, verse 12. There are those who are eunuchs because they were born that way from their mother's womb. Number two, there are those who are eunuchs because they were made that way by men. And number three, there are those who are eunuchs because they were made that way by themselves. Three categories. Number one, they are born that way. Number two, they are made that way by men. And number three, they are made that way by they themselves god bless you so much for taking the time to go through this service with me please make sure you fill out a prayer request form we are climbing a mountain on wednesday god bless you so much i love you guys so much bye bye